Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. We have declared collectively together that this year, 2020, is a year of action. I don't know if anybody else has ever been guilty of this, but I have had many, many years that were years of good intentions, that were years of planning, years of broken promises, years of excuses, years of learning even, accumulating information, but not creating big, massive change in my life and I am so excited to make this year, alongside you, a year of action, a year of growth, a year of change, a year of making things happen. And I first talked about this back in episode 706 that aired on the 9th of January. If you have not listened to that one, please go back and do so. Please, please, please. Uh, Episode 706, it aired on the 9th of January. We talked all about this shift into action. And I shared in that episode that I have, for years now, been a voracious reader. I love reading. It's fun for me. I get excited when I learn something new. And it's not uncommon for me to read three or four books a month. And I've decided that this year, even if I only read one book in the year, that will be a win for me if I remain committed to implementing all the books that I've read. As I sit here and record, I'm always looking right at my bookshelves in my office. And I think to myself, if I implemented 20 to 30% of the things that I learned in these books, all of them, my life would be radically different. And I have a good life, don't get me wrong, but I always believe there is another level. My organization would be vastly improved. My finances would be vastly improved. My relationships, my mindset, my health, my physique. And I've read all of them. I just haven't taken a decent amount, never mind a majority of what I've learned and turned it into a pattern of behavior, a consistent way of being. And that's what I commit to doing this week, whether it's a podcast or it's a book or it's things I already know and I don't need to consume anything more. I want to be better about building habit systems, routines, patterns of life that reflect all these things that I've accumulated over the years but don't consistently do. Again, that's something we talked about in episode 706. Today we're going to take a more tactical or tangible approach to this idea that 
this year, 2020, is a year of doing, a year of choosing. There is something referred to, especially in the CrossFit world, as the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum. So if you think of a line, on the far left side would be sickness, in the middle would be wellness, and on the far right side would be fitness. And there are all sorts of things that fall along this line. Body fat percentage. We can have a body fat percentage that is reflective of sickness. There is a body fat percentage range that is associated with wellness and a a range that is associated with fitness. The same thing is true with your mile time. How quickly or slowly you complete a mile of running, walking, jogging. There is a value associated with sickness, a value associated with wellness, a value associated with fitness. And I want to explore this today from the perspective of action, from the perspective of moving, not just one of these markers, but all of these markers from the left to the right. I was having a conversation with uh, my cousin the other day. On my mom's side, we have a very, very close family. And I have always thought of my cousins more as siblings just because of the way we were raised and the closeness with which we were raised. One of my cousins who's uh, maybe six months younger than I am is a medical doctor, an MD. And we talk a lot about his training and we talk a lot about his education. We talk a lot about how as you go through medical education, there's just not time for things like nutrition and things like hormones. They'd have to double or triple the amount of time they spend in school and the amount of money they spend on schooling to get this education. And And what he has realized in the process of med school, residency, fellowship, you know, being in practice is that our doctors, our medical doctors, and yes, there are always exceptions, Right. Our medical doctors manage illness, not wellness. For most medical doctors, their responsibility is your illness, but your responsibility is your wellness. And we have an opportunity to take care of warning signs before they become big issues. Most people don't do this. Even with their cars or their computers or their homes, Most people respond to things when they become a big issue, but they don't do the regular maintenance to prevent big issues. How many people are checking their furnaces on a regular basis or, uh, you know, running diagnostics on their computer on a regular basis? I know for me, I dismiss all of those upkeep things on my computer and on my phone. And most of us do that with our bodies. And as I was preparing this episode, I thought, I don't want to do that. I mean, we spend so much more time, we spend so much more energy, we spend so much more money dealing with an issue than we would spend if we did that preventive work along the way. That's true whether we're talking about regular oil changes on the car or it's true if we're talking about, you know, Every six months, having somebody come out to test our heating systems or anything like that. The warranty upkeep on your washer and dryer, you name it. 
But the stakes are a lot higher when we aren't doing that preventative work, doing that maintenance work, looking for those warning signs and responding to them in our own bodies. So this notion that I first read about through uh, Greg Glassman, who is the founder of CrossFit, which is just a, a type of, of workout, a fitness paradigm, if you will. He talks about this sickness, wellness, fitness continuum and how so many things are plotted along this line. They're either indicative more of sickness, more of wellness, more of fitness. And what happens is when more of those markers, and we'll talk about what they are, the more of those markers that are closer to sickness because we're carrying extra body fat or our resting heart rate is a little high or our HDL cholesterol is a little low, our LDL cholesterol is a little high, we have less of a buffer when we get sick or if we are diagnosed with a chronic illness. We are more susceptible to the disease, to the degeneration of our bodies. The more of those markers fall on the sickness end of the spectrum. And we create a bigger buffer. We are more resilient if we get the flu, if we get a a more extreme medical diagnosis, if we're in an accident, we have way more resilience, a much bigger buffer as we move things towards the fitness piece side of the continuum. Some of these markers include body fat percentage, your one rep max deadlift, how much you can deadlift off the floor one time. Why does that matter? Work capacity, right? The strength of your body. The less strength you have in your body, that is certainly one marker of your overall wellness. Your one mile time, your bone density, your triglycerides, your flexibility, your resting heart rate, hemoglobin A1C, which is like a long-term measure of blood sugar control. So right now I could prick my finger and get a look at my blood sugar right now. Hemoglobin A1C measures that over about, say, three months. Like on average over the last three months, how good or how bad has your blood sugar control been? Looking at a few examples here, let's use blood pressure. If your blood pressure is 160 over 95, that's on the sickness side of the spectrum, right? 120 over 70 would be on the the wellness right there in the middle. 105 over 55 is more indicative of, of fitness. That's kind of like what an athlete might be. If your body fat percentage is 40 or greater than 40, that's on the sickness side of the spectrum. 20% would be more in the wellness. 10% would be more on the fitness. We can look at high-density lipoprotein or HDL cholesterol. Sometimes that's referred to as like the healthy cholesterol, the good number that you want to be higher. If that number is less than 35, you're more on the sickness side of the continuum. If it's 50, that's more associated with wellness right there in the middle. And if it's 75 or greater, that's, that's fitness. And for every one of these things, whether we're talking about bone density, triglycerides, muscle mass, flexibility, resting heart rate, we can plot these things along this continuum 
of sickness, wellness, fitness. The reality is that these things are predictors of chronic disease, whether we're talking about things related to obesity, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, stroke, cancer, Alzheimer's, arterial disease, you name it, depression even. All of these things are associated. The more of these health markers that I just listed off that we can be intentional about moving towards fitness, the more likely we are to be healthy, to stay healthy, and to thrive when setbacks happen. And the more of these markers that are closer to sickness, the more likely we are to be in trouble when a crisis or a health condition comes up, the more likely we are to be diagnosed with one of these chronic diseases. The more we move to the right, to the fitness side, as many of these as possible, the greater the buffer we have against normal signs of aging, surviving accidents or, or different setbacks that happen, and avoiding chronic disease diagnosis. Now, here's the deal. When we talk about body fat percentage or the one rep max deadlift, the mile time, bone density, triglycerides, flexibility as, as plots of health overall, a lot of people just focus on something like body weight. And I will say from my own experience that we can have body weight go down. It's not one of the markers, right? Body fat percentages, muscle masses, but not body weight. We can have body weight go down and see every single one of these markers move towards sickness. Having your body weight go down is not necessarily, certainly not singularly indicative of your wellness or your fitness. I know for me, when I focused on low calorie versus high quality and when I crash dieted and took all sorts of pills and potions, without a doubt, Yes, my body weight went down. So did my muscle mass. So did my strength. So my one rep max would have gone down. My endurance suffered. My mile time went down. So many things actually declined because I was focusing on a marker, body weight, that wasn't indicative of wellness or fitness. Even if you focus on just one of the list, body fat, You could be really missing the mark by not including the others. What is happening to your muscle mass? What is happening to your HDL cholesterol, your LDL cholesterol, your triglycerides, your strength, your endurance, your flexibility? I would love for everybody who's interested in improving their health, and I don't think you would be listening to this podcast if you weren't, to consider joining me in what I plan to do in 2020. 2019 has been, was a little bit different because of the pregnancy, but after this baby comes and and we have a good few weeks together and I'll be seeing my doctor regularly, I want to get a baseline of these things. And some of them I don't even need a doctor to do, right? My mile time, my deadlift, my resting heart rate, I can do those things at home. Flexibility, so many of them you can do at home. But my doctor will take a look at my cholesterol and my triglycerides and my resting heart rate, which you can also do at home. My doctor will take a look at my blood pressure. 
And I want to make a commitment in 2020 to improving as many of, if not all, of these markers. Body fat, strength, as measured by a one rep max deadlift. Mile time, bone density, triglycerides, flexibility. No matter how old you are, resting heart rate, hemoglobin A1C, they can all improve. These are not things that, oh, well, they just get worse with age. Sure, if you don't do anything about them, without a doubt. That's true whether you're 21 or you're 81. But it doesn't have to be that way. One of my 2020 commitments of putting things into action is to track all of these at least once a year, sometimes twice per year, right? I can easily do my deadlift max twice a year. I'll probably do my mile time more than that and flexibility more than that. And you don't have to track all of them, right? But should you be monitoring some? Certainly if you want to be healthier and more resilient and make sure that you're not just trying, but you're actually producing results with your effort. Your annual checkup will tell you your blood pressure and your HDL, your LDL, your triglycerides, and your hemoglobin A1C. You can test your mile time and your resting heart rate at home anytime for free. And there are a million very inexpensive scales that will tell you your body fat percentage and many that will tell you your muscle mass. We can turn all of these markers into process goals. So a process goal of two workouts per week that leave you breathless, that leave you breathless, right? We're not just talking about two workouts per week, but two workouts per week that leave you breathless, that's going to help with your resting heart rate. That's going to help with your body fat percentage. A process goal of daily meditation will absolutely help with your resting heart rate. Weight training three times a week can help your bone density, your one rep max for your deadlift, your body fat percentage, your high-density lipoprotein or that HDL cholesterol. I want to challenge you to do a baseline, even for a few of them, right? You might say this week you're going to test the baseline of the mile time. And next week you're going to get a baseline of your resting heart rate. And the week after that, when you go for your doctor's appointment, you're going to ask them and you're going to write down your hemoglobin A1C, your triglycerides, your HDL. Get a baseline. And then so that we don't stay in this trap of we're trying, we're eating better, we're watching our weight, we're really paying attention to markers that move the needle of overall health, of fitness, of wellness, that move us further away from that sickness end of the spectrum. Know where you're starting in 2020. And then pay attention to if you're improving. Be strategic here. Like I said, after the baby's born, I plan to get a baseline for all of these things. And I have a general sense of many of them. Like I have a general sense prepartum of body fat percentage and hemoglobin A1C and deadlift and mile time. But I want these things to improve over time. And that's going to require not only intentionality in, in the way I eat and in things I do like meditation, stretching, that is one that I can use a whole heck of a lot of improvement on. And I'd love to see you focus on these as well. You don't have to do all of them. 
but definitely more than one, right? Because if you're just looking at one, you don't know that you might actually be making all the others worse and therefore decreasing the buffer that you have, the resilience that you have against any kind of injury or chronic disease. I will put a list of these markers that fall along the continuum in the show notes, which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 711, primalpotential.com forward slash 711. But look today, you can start today with what you can do to improve one of these, right? Today I can do 10 minutes of stretching to improve my flexibility. Today I can test my resting heart rate so I know what it is and you know every Sunday morning I'm going to check my resting heart rate just so I can see, am I making improvements there? Or the first Sunday of the month, I'm going to do that. Today, I'm going to eat in a way that improves my blood sugar because I know what my hemoglobin A1C was when I went to the doctor last month, and I really want to make an improvement there. So maybe I'm not going to have sugar after dinner today. or I'm not going to have sugar at all today. Know where you're starting, and then always be looking for what you can do to improve, to move towards the fitness side, any one of these markers. This is a year of doing. This is a year of choosing. This is a year of changing. And I'm doing it right alongside you. Let's make today amazing. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.